I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. You know what else uh, the hotel I'm at right now? I can't get Netflix or you know any of those uh, streaming services. So, you know, we uh, were hooked on that, me and Danielle. I'm not watching football or Fox News occasionally. I like to watch all these movies, and I can't get it. So, to watch Laura Trump on Fox News, she was great. She, um, I'm going to say this at the risk of really angering Junior and Kimberly, but she's my favorite Trump. And of course, uh, her father-in-law, Donald Trump, announced he's going to run for president once again about uh, six weeks ago. And uh, we love Trump here. Number one Nielsen-rated news talk show in New York City. Self-proclaimed best talk show in America. And uh, in New York, of course, where it's tough for Republicans to gain any traction, that's not an issue on this station, specifically with this show, with Donald Trump. So with that said, here she is, Lara Trump. Lara, good Monday morning. How are you? Well, good morning. What an intro. And I, <laughs> I, I understand maybe, did you play that song for me, One in a Million? I mean, I'll take I it. I did. <laughs> I like all the compliments. Maybe I'll come back every Monday. I don't know. I like what we're doing so far. Now, that would be great. You were great on television. I know, of course, you had to bow out once uh, your father-in-law did what he did. But I actually uh, met you many, many times. We have a, a good friend in common who helped make this happen today, the lovely and I mean that, Elizabeth Pipko, back years ago, she had an event for the Jewish people who were, who were no longer voting for Democrats. So she wanted to stop voting for Democrats. And I think Kimberly was there, you were there, and Liz. And she was onto something even back then, Lara, that why Jewish people continue to vote for Democrats? I mean, the president, Donald Trump, what he did for Israel and the Jews, really unprecedented. And yet the Democrat Party, for the most part, loaded with anti-Semites. Oh, well, it's it's so sad. And first of all, let me just compliment Liz, because you're exactly right. Elizabeth Pipko, we, she's a mutual friend of ours. She's absolutely incredible. And the things that she's been able to do, and I feel like the people she's helped sort of awaken in a way, um, we need to see more of that. So shout out to her. Thanks for everything that she does. But you're right. I mean, look, the things that Donald Trump did specifically for Israel, whether we're talking uh, about moving the American embassy in Israel finally to Jerusalem, like so many presidents before him had promised to do, but of course never delivered on, whether we're talking about the Golan Heights, all these these things that were very important to Jewish people specifically, and of course to Israel. Um, but of course, Donald Trump gets no credit for that. And And you're right, you look at the Democrats, and what have they done for anyone? I mean, forget just the Jewish community. You look around the country at the state we're in right now, and we are so bad off in terms of, of inflation. Gas uh, are standing on the world stage. Safety and security. we got a fully open southern border. Things are worse for people in America now than they were before Joe Biden and the Democrat Party took over. 
And so I think a lot of people look around and they say at a certain point, well, why am I voting for this party? And it is exactly why I think so many more people came out in 2020 and actually voted for President Donald Trump. He got 11 million more votes in 2020 than 2016. It was unprecedented for a, a president running for a second term to get that many votes. Um, and, and I think we're going to see more of that because people cannot continue to live like this at a certain point. Your bottom line matters. And whenever life is harder for you, you got to look around at a certain point and say, something's got to change. No, I agree with you. And, and certainly Donald Trump, the president, was a breath of fresh air. His policies were great. No one's going to argue that. But you, you know, Lara, there's a lot of Republicans out there that are going, listen, I love Trump. He was great. I still love his policies. But there's a lot of drama involving your father-in-law. You don't get that with Ron what, DeSantis. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> I know, breaking Hold news. On. Breaking news, Lara, breaking news. Uh, <laughs> and you don't get that with DeSantis. Look, I'm on record on this show, and I criticize Donald Trump. I do, every now and then. I didn't like the Kanye dinner, stuff like that. But he's still my choice for president because I want the guy that has done it and was great at it rather than the guy that's got potential who all he's done is run one state in Florida. But there's a lot of Republicans who like Ron DeSantis based upon the same policies as Donald Trump. What are your thoughts about that? Well, here's what I have to say. First of all, I live right now in the state of Florida. I would like to keep Ron DeSantis as my governor in Florida as, as long as possible, because you're right. He has done a great job running Florida. But anyone um, who's had any experience on any level in government will tell you it is very different running a state versus running the country. That's right. And no one knows that better than President Donald Trump. I mean, this was a businessman, don't forget. Who, who went in there and he had great ideas and he said there's a lot that we can accomplish and a lot that we can get done. But then he got in there, then he found out truly how deep and disgusting the swamp really is. It is real. I don't think any of us could have anticipated how nasty and bad it really is. But he's done this before. He's got their number. He knows how it works. And don't you think at this point, we don't have any time to waste. We don't need somebody to play catch up and figure it out. We need somebody in there who knows exactly how to execute what needs to be done for America because Americans are hurting. We are in a really destabilized position, I think, uh, internationally right now, the United States, unlike anything I don't think any of us have ever lived through right now. And so we need somebody that knows how to get the job done and get in there and do it right. And, and I have nothing bad to say about Ron DeSantis, but to your point, Sid, I want the guy who did it one time before, right. who has the receipts, who has done it, and we know can do it again. And so I think at the end of the day, a lot of people, you're right, there, there is uh, maybe a little bit of drama that comes with <laughs> Donald Trump, if I'm being honest. But you know what? That is the same reason he is so great at what he does, and he gets things done. It, you know, because he has that ability to execute, and he doesn't care if he hurts your feelings, he'll tell you the truth because it's what you need to hear. You know, one of the things I think that really helped Donald out back in 2016 was you guys. I mean, you look now, and I hate, I hate picking on kids and stuff like that, but this Hunter Biden is really degenerate, let's be honest. And I'm in recovery, so he really is. And that family is a mess. I think one of the things, the reasons why Donald won was you look at you and Eric. Very impressive. Great kids. You look at uh, Kimberly and Donald Jr. The whole family, it worked for him. But I'm starting to see now, Lara, that a lot of the kids are not going to be on board this time around. I think, for example, Ivanka and Jared, they're going to take a back seat. What is the family looking to do on this second run for the president? 
Well, look, for, for me, for Eric, I, I can speak on, on our behalf for sure. We're here to do whatever is, is needed and wanted. And I think you're right. I think a lot of people got to know Donald Trump through his children. And I mean, you know, the fact that I'm even part of this is mind boggling. I got to tell you, I'm a, a girl from a middle class family in North Carolina, never in a million years that I expect to be part of a presidential campaign, a first family, any of it. Um, but I think. But by the way, know, not, not just a part of, but a rock star. I mean, great oh at God. it. Great I'm at it. Back every Monday, Sid. <laughs> this is done. We're done. It's all, it's all set up. Um, thank you. I, I really appreciate I mean it, that. Yes. But of course, the Bible tells us you can judge a tree by the fruit it bears. And Donald Trump has raised some of the most incredible children of, of people that I've met my entire life. And I have, you know, some really solid values coming from my background. So I could I could speak on that. Um, look, this time around, I think all of us are, are ready to do whatever it is that's needed. But, you know, people love to criticize Jared and Ivanka. I don't think people appreciate how tough it is to be basically in the firing squad, which they were yep. for four years in, in the White House. By the way, and they still are. They still are. I actually saw an interview last week, Lara, on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd. You can't make this up. He was talking to Ron Johnson. You know Ron out of uh, Wisconsin. And, mm-hmm. and Ron brought up Joe Biden. And Chuck said, uh, excuse me, brought up Hunter Biden. And, and Chuck goes, wait a second. If you're going to bring up Hunter Biden, shouldn't you bring up Jared Kushner because of Jared's uh, issues? And I'm saying, well, you're going to compare Jared Kushner to Hunter Biden? Lara, this was last Sunday on Meet the Press. Well, bless his heart, as we say in North Carolina, because I have, I, I mean, everybody could see how absurd the, the comparison is. Of course, Jared and Ivanka, by the way, when they worked at the White House, they didn't take a salary. They truly worked. I mean, you t- talk about all things with Israel. You talk about the Middle East peace deal, something that was historic in nature. Yep. You can thank Jared and Ivanka for a lot of those things. A lot of the women's initiatives were spearheaded by uh, Ivanka. And so, you know, I I think they get a really bad rap. I think it's easy for people to look at them and say, oh, well, why don't they want to be a part of it? They gave up so much of their life and worked really hard for four years. And it was really tough on them and their entire family. And so, you know, I don't think you can blame them for wanting to focus on, on themselves and their family and their kids a little bit right now. But I can guarantee you, if my father-in-law went to them and said, could you guys come help me out in whatever capacity, they would be the first in line to do so. Because we are a family who supports one another. You will never find a rift in our family, uh, unlike many families out there. And so um, I think it's one of our great strengths, and I think you're going to see that continue. What what part of North Carolina are you from? I'm curious. I'm from Wilmington, North Carolina. Wrightsville Beach specifically, but people know Wilmington better. Yeah, I know. My my wife actually lived in Charlotte for 14 years. 14 years. Yes. So we we go back. She's a great lady. Oh, she is a great lady. And her father still lives there, so we go out to uh, North Carolina a couple times a year. I love the Grove Park Inn in Asheville. It's one of my favorite hotels in the country. Isn't that a beautiful place? Yeah. Beautiful place. Look at you with your North Carolina knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, my wife's a big Tar Heels fan, the whole thing. So, uh, Uh, Well, I went to NC State, so maybe we're not going to do this every Monday. Oh, you know, she used to do this chant at home, Lara. She would go, uh, well, how did the chant start again? Wake is fake, Duke is puke, but the team we hate is NC State. Go Tar Heels. Have you ever heard that? Go to hell, Carolina, <laughs> Devil's Deke, stand in line, red and white from NC State, go State. That's oh, all. I love about. it. The Wolfpack, Lara Trump, fantastic. <laughs>
You know, uh, one more thing about uh, Joe. That was great about uh, Joe Biden here, and that is this whole document situation. Obviously, that's the big story right now, and. They put your father-in-law through hell. Complete nonsense. He's able to declassify what they did at Mar-a-Lago. was really gross. It really was. It was gross. FBI, SWAT teams, and Melania's drawers and all that. And yet with Joe Biden, for the most part, it's like, oh, ho hum. He didn't know. He didn't, he didn't mean it. And even though they're popping up in new locations every day, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything nefarious behind it. I know you guys get tired of that, the same story being treated differently for two different men. But this is really nonsense, No. Oh, my gosh. I mean, this is it looks dangerous. And you think also, obviously, all the things you just explained should be mind boggling enough for people. Um, but then you think about what was in those documents. And by the way, don't forget, the FBI and DOJ allowed Joe Biden's personal attorneys to go through and say, oh, well, we'll go look for the classified documents. Don't worry about anything. These are not pe- people with a security clearance of any variety. These are his personal attorneys. What was in those documents? We know there's information about Ukraine, China, Iran. Think about Hunter Biden. Think about Burisma. Think about all that transpired within Ukraine that benefited the Biden family. You wonder about China. You wonder what other documents could possibly be in there. And I don't know, do we think maybe Biden's personal attorneys might comb through some of this (laughs) and say, oh, we'll put these to the side. But look here, folks, everything's all good. It is really frightening as an American citizen to see the difference and in the two tier justice system that exists here, because it really is. You can't talk about anything other than the hypocrisy of all of it. When you have the theatrics of this pre-dawn raid at Mar-a-Lago, an unprecedented raid on a former president's home. They're combing through Melania's personal belongings, you know, the former first lady. And then Joe Biden has boxes stacked behind the Corvette, and it's all good, <laughs> nothing to, to worry about. Yeah. I think people are a little concerned. Yeah. And, of course, we know that uh, Joe Biden as vice president did not have the ability to declassify anything. President Donald Trump, of course, did. So more questions than answers, but it's really scary because could could be possibly hiding some Biden family secrets in those documents. And maybe now we'll never know. 60 seconds to go. We went over some of your father-in-law's successes right israel the middle east amazing uh you know you talk about the economy but i think right now lara your father-in-law all he has to do is say two words two words on the air every day just to prove what a really great job he did compared to this guy those two words are southern border what a Uh, mess what a mess what a what a mess what an embarrassment what a dangerous situation You had the lowest border crossings in decades under President Donald Trump. And now it's like we opened the spigot and people are pouring in. Since October, there have been over 700,000 border crossings that we know. 50 people on the terror watch list that have been caught. What about the ones that weren't caught? I think you're exactly right. It used to be you talk to people in these border towns in Texas and Arizona and New Mexico, and they would tell you, Now it's coming to a town near you because these people are going all throughout America. You're going to see it in your school system. You're going to see it in your health care system. A country cannot function without borders. And and so I think you're right. I think that is one thing that people can look at and clearly see the massive failure by the Biden administration. And, of course, our quote-unquote borders are Kamala Harris. What another (laughs) epic embarrassment in and of itself. And I know we don't have time to get into that. Well, we'll do it again next Monday. I'll come up with a different champ from North Carolina. (laughs) Okay, I do have to thank uh, Liz Pipko, and uh, I, I really am a huge fan of yours, and, and you've been great 
over these years for your father-in-law in the press, delivering the right message. And you were great, great, great this morning. So thank you so much. Enjoy the lovely weather down in Florida. And hopefully we can do this again very, very soon, Lara. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. Thanks so much. You're very welcome. Uh, Lara Trump, beautiful, brilliant, all those things. Really, my, my, uh, I can't say enough nice things about her. I'm a huge fan, a huge fan. And uh, the president is very lucky. He's got two great boys with Junior and Eric Trump. And Eric did very, very well for himself.